This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Shauna Theriault and Peter Lynch. And uh, we've been talking about all kinds of things today, uh, not the least of which has been uh, what happens if you miss your required minimum distribution. I was going to call it an RMD, but I think we do that too often, and, you know, it's not a real descriptive thing. Uh, we also have a question here from Amanda in Douglasville. But before we get to that, let me tell you how you can get your question to us. Uh, you can call our question hotline at one eight five five four two nine nine one six six. 429 Listen to our recording. Leave yours, including your question. We'll play it back on the air and answer right behind it. Or you can call Kelly Lynn at 770 770- Four two nine nine one six six. Ask for Kelly Lynn or the radio show, and um, someone will get your uh, information to us. Um, we will uh, will read the question on the air and answer it for you. Um, if you would like to email us, you can also do that. Doctor Gene at Hensler is our email address. D R G E N E at H E N S S L E R dot com. Or you can go to our website and maybe answer your question for yourself. Uh, although we'd love to talk to you, um, you can do it in that manner. That, uh, again, is H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R dot com. So uh, Amanda's question was, I've been listening for a while, so I'm starting to get the emphasis you place on valuation of a company. What I'm curious about is why I'm seeing stocks listed as overvalued, but yet they're also considered a buy. Is this a long-term growth potential? Well, uh, the short answer to your question is yes. Uh, when I get you start that question seeing, all the time. You see, like we talked about, the market's yeah. up how huge. Well, why would I invest now? Yeah. Well, what what a lot of folks do is they see the price move up big, and they don't even tie it to anything else. Hmm. A price is just a number until you apply it to some sort of a benchmark or, or something you know, you, when you pay your money, you're getting something in return. And valuation is, you know, how much I pay for dollars worth of earnings, which is the most common. It's the price to earnings ratio is the best way that we right. uh, generally um, will will uh, value a company. So it's price to earnings. Could be price to sales or revenue, uh, different word for sales, right? Uh, or a lot of people will say price to EBITDA. And EBITDA is a strange-sounding made-up word. It's actually just short for earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. So EBITDA, if you didn't learn anything else today on this show, then hopefully it's that. Well, and uh, I always tell them, you know, we look at our 10-year rule, right? Right. That is our bread and butter. So any money we project you need to spend from the portfolio should not be in the stock market. Any money Correct. that you don't need could be in high quality stocks. Right. But even if they're overvalued, so last year you could have said before we had that dip, stocks are still high. They've been going up for how many sure. years? Mm-hmm. Why would I get in now? Well, then you look at you know 19. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So sure. Yeah. It's up here. We don't know 32%. what the market's going to do. That's absolutely right. true. And and we don't really. I mean, every year I'm I'm taxed with this. Uh, um, this effort to forecast what's going on in, in the next year. And I did that in our last I do not show. envy you. Well, the thing is, it's it's almost impossible to do. And I even say that when I'm trying to do a forecast because things happen, and a lot of times news drives markets 
Uh, you know, in 2000, was it 17, 18, we had, uh, we had uh, a, a change in the tax laws. Right. Uh, those things, 18. those things occur, and uh, it makes companies more profitable. Uh, it makes them less burdened by the tax. A lot of that, uh, a lot of that income falls to the investors. So, uh, those kind of human-related things, we they're impossible to forecast until somebody starts talking about them, and you might realize that uh, you know this. This idea has legs. We we very likely might see it, but right now there's really not too much of that. So well, and we um, do believe in dollar cost averaging. If you're moving from cash to stocks, you know, doing absolutely. it over time. Yep. But if you just sit around and wait for pullbacks, who knows how long you could be waiting? And then That's even true. if you have a pullback, you could have a 20% increase and a pullback of 5% mm-hmm. or 10%. You're yep. you're still up from where you would have been. So are you really gaining anything waiting for these pullbacks when you're missing the yeah. upside before the pullback right so and, so and one even of waiting things. for an election or right yeah. trade Any, war right trade <laughs> i mean you can say all of them right now we've got all kind of things going on right. in the market and and the economy like i've uh, said even on the show you know right now the economy looks pretty good because the consumer's doing well i the other thing is i'll tell you uh, you know i mentioned it in in uh, that forecasting show that we had um you know when you talk about economic conditions right now we've got uh we've got the consumer that's happy and healthy but unemployment is at like record lows it's not an absolute record but it's real close i mean we've got Mm -hmm. employment that's uh you know we've got more than full employment what most economists would tell you uh is full employment's around four percent it's right now at Mm 3.5 and i always liken it to playing king of the hill when you're at the top of the hill what direction do you have to go? Right. Down. I mean, down, and that's the only. And so, you know, anything can change. We know that the stock market's volatile. We've got a philosophy built on that. As Shauna mentioned, we we don't try to encourage you to leave money in the stock market that can't withstand the volatility that is that the market is known for. Right. <laughs> so, um, in in reality. You know, you see right now a situation where stocks do look very overvalued. I went through and, and put some numbers to this. The, the price-to-earnings ratio is the most common way. There's, like I said, various others, price-to-sales, price-to-EBITDA. Um, but if you look right now at the uh, different sectors, uh, the overall market is is uh, overvalued by approximately 30% according to the price to earnings ratio which is currently at 21.15 the long term average is 16.6 for the price to earnings ratio on the S&P 500 like i said about 30% overblown at the moment and this is using the trailing 12 month price to earnings ratio and there is a difference i'll talk about that in a second but uh S&P 500 information technology we told you earlier on the show it was up 50% this year. It looks to be about 43.32% above its 10-year average price-to-earnings ratio. That's pretty That's pretty frothy. That's a, that's a big price. Mm. Uh, utilities even, which were up, you know, significantly, 20.64. Is that what we said, Peter? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh, it's 22.15% premium. To its price-to-earnings ratio. This is a this is a sector that doesn't really get too choppy, that doesn't no. get too crazy, but it it looks expensive. Um, uh, consumer staples, which are another one of those, it's really a stayed you know kind of a boring place to to park your money, but it still makes uh, you know for good returns. 
Um, right now is 15.78% overvalued. Basically, what I'm telling you is almost all of the market right now is overvalued. So when somebody's going to give you a, uh, a uh, indication that this thing is overvalued, yet they still want you to be investing, <laughs> that's probably what you're going to get. Now, every individual stock in the market is not valued like this. You know, we're using uh, kind of a broad index, if you will, and, and the S&P 500 is broken down into 11 different sectors, and each of those are, are broader than, obviously, an individual industry or definitely bigger than, than an individual stock. So you can get out there and find stocks that are reasonably priced uh, without looking at these. Now, the one thing I would tell you is energy right now looks about as attractive as anything that I can see in the market. Um, but that's just because it didn't have the same run-up as the other Well, sectors, it got right? kicked down, yeah. And yeah. starting in 2014, energy started getting beat down because we had, in the middle of, of a, a prosperous time, we saw Saudi Arabia decide that they were going to kind of put the brakes on uh, the Bakken shale, mm -hmm. uh, the production that we saw in western North Dakota. Um, it is the reason that the U.S. is now claiming in, uh, energy independence, that we can actually export, export mm -hmm. oil, uh, crude oil, which is a brand new concept for the United States. And, and uh, you know, the, the price on oil has been managed lower. Uh, it, it's, it's just one of those things. One of the other things that I would say is look at the expectations for growth. Quite often you'll see prices get really frothy relative to um, you know, they're trailing earnings uh, when growth in earnings is expected in the future. Now, I couldn't tell you that that is really the case right now. We saw fourth quarter, uh, a little bit of a contraction. A lot of it was because energy, um, but we saw a contraction in price and uh, earnings, uh, even in information technology. I guess the biggest thing I would tell you is be very careful when you're investing right now, but stay invested. If you don't need the money in the next 10 years, best place for it is the stock market. Absolutely. On that note, we're going to say market up or down this year or this week. Up. Sean. Up. Up. All right. You know me. I'm always the broken record. Market's up. Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.